Hello, welcome to a new podcast for the Lancet Child and Adolescent Health. I'm Gavin Cleaver, and I'm delighted to be joined today by Vicky Baker to talk about the topic of adolescent parent abuse. Vicky, welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, Gavin. Thanks for having me on the show. I currently am I'm working as a, a researcher and a PhD student at the University of Central Lancashire, and that's in their uh, Connect Centre for International Research on Violence and Harm Prevention. And I'm also working as a system design specialist at the Dustin Service Design Lab, which is an uh, independent research charity that works towards improving services for children and families in the UK. So my current area of research, my PhD, is adolescent to parent abuse. So that's why I'm here today to talk to you a little bit about that. Can you summarise for us then, what is adolescent to parent abuse? Adolescent parent abuse, it's actually, it's called a range um, of different names as well. So that's the definition that I choose to use, adolescent parent abuse, but it's also called um, child to parent violence, just parent abuse or adolescent to parent violence and abuse. So it's called a whole whole range of things. But really what it's tapping into is any act or pattern of acts by a child, which is used to gain power and control over parents. And that carries sort of a psychological, emotional or sort of physical or even financial harm towards them. So it can involve a range of behaviours and these can be physical in nature, sort of physical violence such as pushing, kicking, but also more severe violence such as using weapons and also sort of throwing parents into walls and things like that. So it can be quite extreme. It can also involve things like um, verbal abuse, name calling, but also psychological abuses such as um, threats and also kind of extortion and coercion around finances and material destruction. So it's actually quite broad. The definition's really kind of in its infancy, particularly in the UK, uh, with no real government-backed or ratified sort of definition to go by. So quite broad, and it's quite broad in the research as well, but it typically involves children around uh, the age of 15. That's kind of the peak age, but it can be from as young as kind of six all the way up to, to 18. It involves boys and girls, and it's towards both mothers and fathers, although typically sons towards mothers tends to be the most common kind of expression of it. Yeah, so very broad, a really, really broad subject area. What do we currently know about its causes? Well, in terms of causes, there's definitely no one cause. So there's no one thing which you would say this is kind of a real flag for parent abuse. It's really multidimensional in nature, and the risk factors that there are for it kind of sit on multiple levels. So you have a, a sort of a whole range of child level causes or factors that could be indicative of abuse. So such as substance misuse problems, some mental health problems or behavioural problems such as conduct disorder, but also parent-child interaction level causes. So that would might be things like uh, the way that parents choose to parent in terms of they might have a permissive parenting style where there aren't many boundaries or they might actually have an overly authoritarian parenting style where there's a lot of control and for a young person especially someone coming into adolescence that can be quite difficult to deal with where you're trying to gain your independence but at the same time there's a very kind of authoritarian style of parenting it can also be kind of a more wide kind of family level factors like domestic violence of broader family violence and also kind of stress levels or structural things like poverty and also socio-cultural kind of elements around sort of socialization of male violence and power so there's no one particular cause which makes it quite difficult in terms of interventions and exactly where to pitch those because each case can involve quite a range of kind of risk factors and a range of needs at the kind of individual family and sort of wider community levels so and um, so yeah, a whole host of causes really so looking at the UK, what support services are currently available for families who are experiencing adolescent parent abuse issues? 
Well, unfortunately, there are few services available for parents and families who are experiencing this problem. It's a bit of a postcode lottery, really. There's a few services that I could think of at the top of my head. There's Break for Change, which is an evaluated program, which is in Brighton and Hove. And that's kind of a real family therapeutic level intervention. So that's working in parallel with both children and their parents separately and also together, uh, which is quite a solid model for approaching the issue. There's also a few other sort of third sector organisations carrying out interventions, such as PARS, which is in Enfield, London Borough of Enfield. That's the Parent Abuse and Reconciliation Service. And there's a few sort of scattered support services around the country, but no real sort of consistent approach and no sort of consistent services or referral pathways for families, which makes it quite difficult. So if you're a family in Brighton, uh, you might be lucky enough to have access to the support through a programme such as Break for Change. But then if you live somewhere else, there might not actually be any sort of provision that's available for you. There are some more through European projects, such as kind of the the project called Daphne, which is a pan-European project to address violence towards women and girls. There was a practice guidance that that came out from that, which is really useful. But there's no real UK government parent abuse guidance or in sort of best practice advice out there. There was some some guidance that was released a couple of years ago, but it's still a bit light for practitioners, I would say, about what, what sorts of interventions that are best to provide families. Yeah, it sounds very patchy. So in your opinion, it sounds like an area that needs a lot more research and funding, but what do you think are the next steps? I think really there needs to be a whole host of research areas that are kind of lacking. Definitely, I would say the young person's voice is one area that I would say is lacking. So we have a lot of research that taps into the experiences of practitioners and of and of and of parents in the UK, but also most of the research is carried out sort of in the US, in Canada, in Australia, and also in Spain. So we are kind of lacking a research base in the UK, but particularly around what children and young people's perspectives are on the issue. I would say specifically applied research around potential interventions that could be designed and could be evaluated out there. That's definitely an area that's lacking. We also need a much better knowledge sharing amongst agencies such as youth offending service, such as health or social services, because there's no one real agency that's necessarily has responsibility for this as an issue. But there's a lot of good practice going on out there. So it's about these kind of agencies connecting up and having some sort of shared learning and some best practice that can come out of that. And hopefully then that can kind of inform some sort of solid governmental policy around the issue and give it a little bit more visibility because it's currently is a, is a really sort of stigmatised issue and it's really quite a hidden issue, as with a lot of family violence, interparental violence, and domestic violence, partner violence. It's a very hidden issue, and, and because of that, it's quite hard to get to grips with in research and, and also in practice. So there's a lot of research and a lot of practice development to go, really, in the UK. Sounds like a really interesting unexplored area, and hopefully in the future we can shine more light on it. Vicky, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for having me, Gavin. Thank you.